0: Welcome back to Telltale Dog, the podcast. I'm your host. Telltale Dog the podcast. I'm your host Elizabeth Silverstein of Telltale Dog Training located in Little Rock, Arkansas. I interviewed Dr. Marlo Ball today of Soma Animal Clinic and House Calls. I wanted to talk with her about what's happening right now in the world. There's a lot of uncertainty going on. We're all trying to isolate as much as possible to stop um, the spread of COVID-19 the coronavirus and everything just feels really uncertain right now so I wanted to get the scoop on how to best take care of our pets at the moment because I'm, I'm at home my dog training has reduced drastically but I still want to get out information that is really helpful that helps everyone else prepare so we chatted about what that looks like Elizabeth Silverstein of Telltale Dog, the podcast. I have with me today, Dr. Ball. Um, Hi, Dr. Ball, how are you?
1: Hey,
0: I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for um, being willing to chat with me a little bit. I know there's a lot going on. Things are rapidly changing. Even just from Friday to today, you were like, I don't know what they're going to be saying. So what's going on? What's happening?
1: Well, I think the first to be aware of is that veterinarians are considered an essential field mm-hmm. so even if other professions or other lines of businesses are closed it's very unlikely that your veterinarian will be closed. Okay. Um, that depends on the health of the staff so in mm-hmm. other words I'm a very small practice it's just me so, if I am exposed or become sick, I will close because I am the only veterinarian. But I would do my best to try to have um, a way that we can call meds into another existing hospital so that our clients can continue to get care. So, in other words, I don't expect that every vet clinic is going to close for a month.
0: So, but people shouldn't be doing. Routine checkups right now or annuals. What should people be going to their vet for at the moment?
1: So um, I am trying to follow the guidelines of the AVMA, which is our professional group of uh, political leaders for the veterinary profession. We want to try to conserve PPE, which is personal protective equipment for humans. We need to save gloves. We need to save masks. So the AVMA has recommended rescheduling all elective surgeries. So we are not performing spays and neuters. We're not performing dentals. Um, If there is an emergency surgery like a foreign body or a pyometra, which is an infected uterus, something that cannot wait, that is life-threatening, then we will certainly provide those surgeries. But we are trying to reduce the demand on these essential uh, supplies that are needed in the human chain right now
0: okay and for because a lot of all the states basically are under quarantine nothing's being forced at the moment but there's a lot of recommendation like hey don't go out unless you absolutely have to we need to curb this thing before it gets too serious how can people prepare and take care of their pet while all of, all of this is happening
1: so the first thing I recommend is making sure that you have two to four weeks of your pets who Medication, supplies, water, just kind of basic needs. Mm-hmm. Um, you may need to stay in your home for two weeks. Um, so you need to have supplies that will last you and your pet through that period of time. Or you need to have a list of contacts of people who may be able to pick your pet up if they get sick and bring them in. Mm-hmm. Um, We are trying to minimize direct contact with people right now we are only having one client in at a time and we are um, giving ourselves five to ten minutes in between clients to disinfect so that we try to minimize the amount of spread um, in the clinic so if you are exposed to covid um, you would want to have someone who would be able to pick your pet up and bring them to the vet And also let your vet staff know what's going on so that we can protect ourselves and our staff.
0: Make sure, proper precautions. So with those supplies and food and everything, people should be thinking about things like flea and tick preventative, right? Because I know you said too, especially in the Little Rock, Arkansas area, we've had a mild winter, so that means our pests are going to be worse. So veterinarians,
1: provide a very important job and there are a lot of diseases that can be spread from fleas and ticks so making sure that we protect our clients protect our patients from things that are preventable like fleas and ticks is going to be very important so it's going to be a really bad year for fleas and ticks because we didn't have a winter to freeze off the eggs Um, so make sure that your pets are on a good flea and and tick prevention uh, and make sure that you've got that ready at home at least a month's worth of everything
0: okay. yeah because even though it's kind of it's cool out out right now we're starting to see some ticks already and the mosquitoes are coming back so it's not going to be very long before they're they're back in full force
1: and heartworm prevention as well um, in states that are farther north some people will stop giving heartworm prevention during the winter because we do not have a long enough winter cycle, it's recommended that we keep our pets on heartworm prevention year-round, but we are going to see mosquitoes any day now if you're not seeing them already. Mm-hmm. So make sure to also keep your pet on um, heartworm prevention because we see a lot of heartworm disease here in Central Arkansas. Okay.
0: And I know too, dogs and cats should still be getting tested yearly, even if they are on heartworm preventative. If they're due right now for that yearly test is that something that can wait or should people be concerned about that?
1: I'm trying to reduce barriers to having my pets taken care of, having Mm -hmm. my patients taken care of. So if I have seen a client and they are one or two months overdue, let's get them two or three single doses of heartworm prevention and let's schedule a heartworm test in April or May. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that being a month late on a heartworm test is a reason for us to let heartworm prevention lapse. So um, that's a case by case situation. And that is a decision that I make based on medical records and the history that I have with my patients. But I think most veterinarians are really trying to support our owners and try to minimize your need to have to get out right now.
0: Would the same be true of vaccination? So if, if someone's due for vaccinations, give you a call, find out what's going on. Okay, that makes sense. So
1: um, I'm really, you know, I think we've got to look at the overall picture. Um, I want to try to protect our pets and I want to protect um, human health and safety. Um, I do, for example, I have treated leptospirosis. That's a bacteria that causes kidney failure in people and in pets. Mm-hmm. I have treated dogs with that in central Arkansas. So that is a vaccine that if their lifestyle deems it necessary, it's a very important vaccine. Um, but at the moment I'm trying to find ways to postpone vaccines where we can for at least four to six weeks. Um, but realistically, you know, let's look at the overall picture and make a decision that fits. Um, if we can wait, let's wait. Mm-hmm. If we can't, then let's try to get it scheduled. And we're happy to walk you through the precautions that we are taking to make sure that our staff and that our clients are safe when pets do need to be seen right now.
0: Okay, perfect. And dogs and cats and other animals can't get this COVID 19 strain, right?
1: Okay. So, um, there was a very interesting study that was done by IDEX, which is a small animal laboratory in America. They tested hundreds of dogs for COVID-19. These were not random dogs. They tested dogs that came from families where someone close in the family had COVID-19. So they tested hundreds of dogs and did not find a single case where COVID-19 was picked up. Um, in any of these animals. Mm -hmm. So there are kind of outlying cases, um, but it's very uncommon. And the majority of what we know, and there's still a lot that we don't know, um, we're still learning, of course, about it every day. Um, But as of right now, there's no indication that Dogs can spread it to humans. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a few stories where a dog was around a human and tested positive but had no symptoms. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, uh, there's no evidence that you can get COVID 19 from your dog. If you are sick, you may want to take some precautions and just don't be in close contact with your pet for a period of time while you are sick.
0: Mm-hmm. And so probably best practice is if you're out walking, your dog still maintain that social distance. Maybe if someone asks to pet, politely decline and you know, kind of go from there because we do want to try to be as cautious as possible.
1: Yes, and um, a big concern that a lot of veterinarians have is can dogs serve as a fomite? A fomite is an inanimate object that can spread the disease um, or spread a virus or bacteria through contact. And there's just a lot that we don't know. Like, um, is it possible that if someone sneezes on a dog, can it sit on their hair and stay for a period of time? Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that we don't know a lot about. And I'm trying to follow the updated guidelines for how we handle pets safely, who may have been around someone who did have COVID-19. Gotcha
0: okay so there's still it's just this is something we haven't seen before this is all new territory so it's just there's a lot of I'm sure fears and and panic but we just got to remain calm be safe and make sure that you know our family and our and our pets are are taken care of sounds like
1: they're part of the family and I think that just as we are preparing for food And water and medical supplies and needs for our human family. We just need to be doing the same preparations for our
0: pets. Yeah, that sounds great. I think that was all the question. Oh, um, I did want to ask. So we still the emergency centers are still going to be open as well in Little Rock. Um, What are the ones that folks should have on their fridge just in case something happens? You know, even you know their vets. Their primary vet might not be the one to take care of them, but the emergency centers are going to be there.
1: So um, in central Arkansas, um, there are two emergency clinics. There's Arkansas Veterinary Emergency and Specialists. They used to be in Maumelle. Now they are located in West Little Rock near um, Santa Coyote um, off of Candle or Mm I-10, West Little Rock. And then there's after hours animal hospital which is in north Little off off of mccain mall it's always a good idea to know the address and phone number of an emergency clinic often if you call your veterinarian after hours they will have the phone number listed on their machine
0: okay, perfect well dr balt thank you so much that was all the questions i had was there anything else you wanted to add
1: no i think we are all in this together and we all will make through, you know, make it through this together. We need to work together to take care of each other, to take care of our pets, to take care of the people who are not able to get out. Um, and just, you know, use common sense and science to make decisions about um, what actions we should be taking. Um, I want to give everybody a hug from a safe distance. Yes, gonna,
0: yes. Hey, Hi, virtual high five. <laughs>
1: be better on the other side. We just got to get through the next couple yes. of
0: weeks. Yes, absolutely. Everyone remain calm. <laughs> Have have everything listed, you know, get the things you need, but stay calm. We're gonna be okay. Yeah. And also, just be sure to call your vet. Um, make sure you know what your pet needs for the next two to you know four weeks if something does happen. But most importantly, just stay calm. Take the time to train with your dog, learn some fun new things, um, and just we'll get through this together. The community is really need to go right now. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching.